Buffy the Vampire Slayer is one of the greatest shows ever written that anyone under the age of 30 has never seen. I'm Junior. And I'm Marcus. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and yeah, that is how I feel about this. I know we're under 30, but... You know, you're not wrong. It's, <laughs> it's one of those old shows... Like, people don't really give it a chance. No. Like, it's so hard to show to new people because it's like... Oh, it's that, dated whole, material. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like the, the CGI doesn't really hold up, like, at all. Exactly. And stuff like that. So, uh, okay. I guess what's great about this is this is a series that both of us have watched. Yes. Right? In the past. Now, I actually rewatched most of it recently uh, with a friend. And we have a lot of the same... Uh, we feel the same way about it. But, um, okay. First of all, one thing that's awesome about Buffy the Vampire Slayer is that uh, the, the time period, even though it wasn't trying to be, it's a period piece. Yes. Like, in so many ways. Yeah. The, the fashion, the music. It is like, very... It, is, it screams 90s. Yes, it really does. We are, we are, we are in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> yeah, so if ever anyone's like, like that's the thing. Anytime movies or shows when a director's like, oh, we gotta capture this era, it's like, instead of looking at, like, well, what movies came out, or, or like, instead of trying to be like, oh, what do I remember, just go back to the shows. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, show that's a very good way to, um, like, have a nostalgia moment. Yeah, like, go back to the shows, they'll show you what fashion was. Um, but anyway, the whole thing with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's, it's that Chosen One story. So Buffy Summers is the Chosen One uh, she's the Slayer, which is, like, one in many generations of Slayers. It's so, in the theme song. Yeah, uh, for the first two seasons. Yeah. So every generation has a new Slayer. When one Slayer dies, another one is appointed Slayer. Not born, but appointed. Yeah. So there are millions of potential Slayers across the world, but after one Slayer that has the Slayer power dies, that power will pass on to another potential Slayer. So right now, Buffy is the current Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, her whole thing is that Unlike all the other Slayers before her, she has friends, she, like, tries to have a normal life, and she struggles with managing her Slayer life and her school life. Uh, like, she get, she she's the Slayer in this show at, what, 16? Yeah, she's 16 in the uh, series the, premiere. The first... uh, she's been a Slayer for two years thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why, that's also what's really cool about it. She has the fighting experience, but none of the training. Mm-hmm. So she comes to Sunnydale after burning down her old school, <laughs> which is pretty dope. Like... Buffy, man, the setup for Buffy's really good. Uh, just, I love, I love how all the kids are all like, "There's a new girl in school, and she burnt down the school." Yeah, exactly. Like, like oh, everyone man. is worried about her. Wonder what she's, what she's gonna look like, so edgy. Yeah, and, and then what's great too is that like her mom doesn't know anything about Slayer or any Vampires of that stuff or anything. So like, all she knows is that her daughter burnt down the school. Yep. Buffy, you you can't be doing all this ne'er do well nonsense at school anymore. You can't be burning down your schools, all right? You gotta yeah. just go to them, do your studies, yep. work hard, become a a good, strong working woman in society. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and and it's pretty cool how they do the whole dynamic with Joyce. And Joyce is so supportive despite the fact that her sister is, a, or sorry, her daughter is a potential arsonist. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Joyce handles it pretty well. 100%. <laughs> but um, her yeah. father disappears. Oh. Gosh. Yeah, her father just, just leaves after it. So I don't like, think we ever see him. We get, he gets a lot of mentions. Like maybe we see him in one episode. I, I think. think. Yeah, I don't I, even remember that. I, 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 I that's like recall. early Buffy. Like, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Is, I could not recall. Yeah. Um. So one thing we should also mention is that we're talking about the TV series, not the movie. So the movie, basically, Joss Whedon wrote the script. Yeah, yeah. Joss Whedon was the director, writer, creator, all that jazz. Uh, he wrote the script for the movie, and then the movie. Uh, was handled by I forgot who and they said no we're gonna take your script and change it to the way we want it mm. and Whedon hated it so much he pretty much walked off set 
So the movie Buffy is not canon, but, but, technically, some of the things that happened are. So basically, Buffy goes to school, she's the new kid on the block, and at the school we meet uh, resident nerds Xander Harris and Willow Rosenberg. Mm. Uh, Willow is the shy redhead played by Alyssa... Allison. Allison Hannigan. Wow. I was going to say Alyssa Gluz White, who's the the lead singer of... um, Arc, Arc Enemy now? Uh, it was a different band. Who made Panophobic? I don't know. This is a Who was that? I don't... The, the Agonist. Yeah, okay. She she changed, though. Why are she you asking these questions? She doesn't sing anymore. She just screams. Anyway. <laughs> About rock bands. I've never not, heard of them. Don't you know? No. You don't, you don't go... You're not the only black person at your what? local rock music. Why? <laughs> Why are you testing me? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Allison Hannigan and... Um, uh, Xander Harris, played by Nicholas Brendan, and Xander... I would never have known his name. Oh, he's done some weird things. His life has not gotten any better, my friend. Oh, since wow. Probably. Like, Jeez. he was on Dr. Phil, and he walked off, and then during COVID, Charisma Carpenter, who plays Cordelia, who's, like, the, the like, rich girl, you know, snobby... Oh, yeah. Like, alpha B-word, yeah. like, top of the food chain gal at, the at Sunnydale. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so Charisma Carpenter came out and said that Joss Whedon, like, abused her on set and stuff like that, which is incredibly believable based on everything the other castmates have said in the past. It's really weird, in all honesty, that, like, now we're hearing about it, but, yeah, so be it, right? Uh, it's unfortunate. Why did I bring that up? Because, oh. You're talking about Xander. Yeah, uh, the reason I brought that up is because during COVID, uh, Charisma Carpenter came out and said, oh, yo, Joss was bad to me, and all the actors came together in support. And then they asked for Nicholas Brendan support. He's like, I don't know, man. Right now, my penis fell off, so I got to get stitched back up. Wait, I am not joking. He no, has no, no, not. Sure. No, that's not real. Not, that's not real. Life has not no, been that's kind not real. to him. I'm, life no. has not been kind to Nicholas Brendan. I'm not making this up. This is a weird podcast, but I'm being real with you right now. I figure I might as well tell Yo, you. Yo, Nicholas. Like, his penis fell off. or So he's getting, like, an operation on his, his scrot or something. It's Wait, crazy, dude. but... What does that have to do with... No, but... What? I'm just so... Con- that We gotta continue with the podcast. I'm sorry. I, I'm, oh, whatever, man. I'm so lost with this story Dude. now. Like, yeah. hold on. Wait. What happened? I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Oh, oh, oh. Like, what happened to his... his yes! We don't know. He just said that he can't talk because some operation is happening to them. Yeah. No, this man's life has not gone well. I, I'm not even kidding. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Look, man, whoever clicked on this, first let me say thank you. Yeah, Because this, this is definitely, literally, the way I started this is by saying no one has watched it. So I don't know who's going to click on this. But anyway, uh, yeah, real talk. Uh, so Buffy goes to school and she meets Xander and uh, Willow. Willow and Cordelia. And mm-hmm. Cordelia is telling her, hey, stay away from those nerds. Right. Stay away from those nerds. Yes, because Buffy is a, is a, a blonde, pretty girl. Yeah. Um, by appearance, and mm-hmm. and uh, Cordelia is all like, "You should uh, roll with us." You know, we're the we're the we're the we're the mean girls. On, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line in season four of Buffy where um, Willow says, "Does Percy even go here?" Which happened a year before Mean Girls came out. Where there's that line, "Do you even go here?" Do you here? even go here? And I always thought that was funny. It's like, wait, Buffy, Buffy had Buffy a similar line. Yeah, <laughs> just one year before. Anyway, um, so what ultimately happens is Buffy ends up hanging out with um, Willow and Xander anyway, much to Cordelia's uh, dismay. Yeah, and Buffy goes to the library, and that's where she meets Giles, who's her watcher, 
and he is basically like, hey, I, I knew you were coming to Sunnydale because there's a hellmouth under the school where demons and vampires are. She's like, are you kidding me? I left my last school so I could avoid all this stuff, and I ended up coming straight to the source of it. He's like, well, this is good because we can destroy it now because you're here, right? And she's like, I don't want to do this. Right, I, I just want to live I just a normal life. Be a normal high school girl. Yeah, do the normal high school girl things. Get a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Go to the the what's the bar called? The bronze. The bar, go to, to the bronze. Yeah, yeah. hang out. It makes new friends. You know, be a, be a normal Buffy summer. And Giles is like, your name's in the title. We're, we we got to do this. <laughs> uh, Buffy, did you not see the theme song? Did it says. Not? Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I don't think you can avoid that. The, the, you know, <laughs> you're the only one. You're the only one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Vampire Slayer, funny thing about Buffy, right? And the first season does show this very well. It's called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but she fights everything. Oh yes. It's not just vampires. No, 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 no. Even no. Frankenstein monsters, mummies. <laughs> literally a mummy in season one. Giant um, blobs of ooze. Yeah, that they're an alien in season four, which is weird. The one time she fought an alien. It's like an alien demon. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and then there's um the, the like, what's the creature from the Black Lagoon kind of stuff? Everyone's in Xander oh, joins yeah. a swim team. Oh, the man, dumbest that episode episodes, is so bad. Dumbest episodes of Buffy. I hate that episode. Uh, I think it's called Go Fish. Uh, yeah, yeah, something but, like yeah, that. Yeah, so basically, so they go to the bronze, right? And the bronze is where it's just the best place ever. Like, I wish we had stuff like that. Basically, live bands perform, and in real life, these are live bands performing yeah. uh, who were not signed on contractually to anyone so they could perform their real world music at this bar. And I, the directors all said that's a better idea for like setting the tone where it's like, you know, it's kind of like an indie kind of feel where none of these are recognizable artists. Like these kids aren't rich. They're not going to like a fancy yeah. place where <laughs> like Smash Mouth's play. <laughs> it's cool because like the bronze is, it's, it's a hole in the wall, but it's also an all ages like bar bar yeah or whatever yeah it so is. like the the high school kids can get in and just you know hang out do their high school thing they're not really like drinking no or anything they, they get denied alcohol quite a few times uh, early yeah. in the season yeah uh, but then as they get older they can buy alcohol at the bronze which again is genius yeah it's because you don't have to change that location when they get older yeah uh so yeah basically right Willow and Xander have this other friend named Jesse, who I didn't mention because he turns into a vampire, like, immediately. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that episode. And they don't even mourn him. He just yeah, dies. No, he dies. Yeah. He's very dead. Yeah. He ain't coming back. He and never. That's, that, that was Xander's best friend. Best friend. Never gets name-dropped again. Ever again. Yep. The early Buffy is weird. Don't you love pilot episodes? Yeah. No, <laughs> there's a pilot version where there's no Angel or Cordelia, and Willow's played by a completely different woman. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so... Angel, speaking of Angel, there's this mysterious guy that's following Buffy around, and he's like, hey, I know you're the Slayer and stuff, but look at my glistening muscles. And he's just, honestly, early Angel is strange. I uh, don't, yo, I hate stories that do that. They yeah, have this the character guy, yeah. that's, mis- like, do it later on, sure, mm-hmm. but, like, right off the jump, I'm like, I don't care about this character. I don't, and, and it's funny, because the whole reason he was written into the show is for mystery. Yeah. And, and like, that, that's why they did it, because Joss didn't want Angel to exist. How crazy of a world would that have been? Insane. Buffy with no Angel. Uh, and yeah, so, imagine it. Angel's just this vampire guy, oh, spoil, whatever. <laughs> Angel, okay, it, it, they, that's the, the mystery. That's, yeah, that's no, like not even that. years old. Not even that. That's just crazy. The mystery that you discover in episode seven. Also, fun fact, episode seven of every single season of Buffy is always very important. 
and I only noticed that on the rewatch. Episode seven matters, like extensively matters oh. to the overarching everything. Episode seven in season one is where you find out Angel's a vampire. Uh, and that's where it all turns around where it's like oh Buffy starts falling in love with this guy and then she learns that oh he's actually the vampire the guy that, that I don't like and Giles has this great line where it's like a slayer falling in love with a vampire oh that's actually rather poetic it, it's a really cool uh, little dynamic there it gets a little annoying a lot of the time yeah, very especially considering so. that Angel is 200 and Buffy is 15 so <laughs> really weird uh, nice uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, season one oh the villain's the master I'm the, ba- the strongest vampire of all. Which kind of gets re- like hard retconned, because like, is he really the strongest? Like, was he fight? No, technically, yes. No, they, that never gets retconned. He is one of the most powerful vampires. It's just that um, <laughs> he goes down like a wimp. Yeah. Like, goes down like a chomp. Literally a chomp. Yeah, no, like, actually, though, it, it, it's weird that how did he go down like that? He's supposed to be so because, strong. Because, like, oh, the Hellmouth locked me down here, and I got, I need the sacrifice of innocent people to... It's really stupid. It's dumb. And he had, like, this little kid with him called the Anointed One, who fortunately we never see turn into, like, his vampire mode, because how silly would that have looked? Stupid. Yeah. So, uh, ultimately, <laughs> like, Buffy, you know, shenanigans ensue. She fights different monsters every week, and then at the end, um, the, the master gets Buffy and he kills her. This oh, yeah. Season one. That then season one, Buffy yeah, and, and dies. He says, uh, it's called, like, Prophecy Girl, I think, which is one of the best, ep- it's like the best episode of season one. Um, it's the only episode that you actually really need to watch. Episode like the first episode and, and then the last, the last episode. Are the only ones yeah, of season one and two because it's watch. a two-parter. But yeah, one and two and then 12. Because season one only had 12 episodes. Yes. So Buffy dies. Like straight up dies. Yep. And the master is the one who killed her. And he says that death is your gift. And that's very important. Remember that. That's very important. Um, death is your gift. Uh, and then she dies, and then they use magic and bring her back to life. What? <laughs> uh, uh, that's how magic, we could just bring, death doesn't matter then, we yeah, can bring no. people back um, to life. Weird writing yeah. choice. Who, who brings her back to life? Like, who is Giles? Giles yeah. just has magic, so like... In, in the past, like, they say that Giles is Ripper, which is like a super magic being, so it makes, not being, but like a guy who practiced magic no, no, extensively. I, yeah, you're 100% right, but I mean like... This whole time, if anybody in the show died, you know, call yeah. up Giles. Whatever, Giles. Hey, yo, Giles! And what's even stupider is that the first time this happens, there's no consequence. She just comes back to life. I mean, we have a... Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, she just comes back. Then uh, we move on to season two, and what's the episode called? Like, it's not Bad Girls. Bad Girls is season three. It's called, like, When She Was Bad. I think it's season two's... Yeah, I'm asking you like you'll know this. I won't. I know this. Uh, but, yeah. I, look, I don't blame you. I have too much... Too much. Uh, Do you know how many episodes there are in Buffy? I'm supposed to remember the episode titles. There's 144. I probably oh, remember about 12. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, you go back. Uh, when She Was Bad is season yeah. 2, episode 1. And Buffy comes back and she's basically really mean. Yeah. It's like, I died. Sucked. And then, like, all the characters, like, get over it. And it's pretty much how that episode ends. She she breaks the master's bones. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay, and then season two, episode two, some, something else happens. And season two, episode three, is where things get real. So, years ago, when Marcus introduced me to the show, he said, Hey, man, uh, the show's actually really good. I'm surprised. Uh, but I will say, it gets good in season two. And I'm like, really? I did say that. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, I even looked it up. A lot of people say that season two is where the show gets good. And I'm saying to everybody who tries to watch Buffy and they're not interested, 
Season 2, Episode 3 is where everything gets really good. Like, specifically, because it introduces, arguably, the best character in all of Buffy, Spike. Mm. That's his introduction. It's it's Season 2, Episode 3, Yeah, eh? School Hard. Yeah. Ah. I've seen that episode so many times. Uh, Spike. So, Spike is a sharp contrast to Angel, who, uh, Buffy's boyfriend, kind of brooding, like, angsty guy, uh, cursed by gypsies to, with a soul, and he has a different personality when he has a soul, which does matter, I'll get back to that, it's a really weird thing, um, and if he has one moment of true happiness, he, he'll lose his soul and become angelus again, so he's, he'll become evil again, basically, that's why he's a good vampire, because he has a soul. Uh, so Spike is a sharp, uh, sharp contrast to this. Spike actually worked with Angel back when he was evil, and he his whole thing is like, hey Back man, when Angel was cool. Yeah, he's like, hey man, I love being a vampire. Spike's whole thing is like, I love this. This is the life. Yeah, there is no better life than being a vampire. I love being alive. I love food. Even that, like, Angel's kind of like, no, nah, there's no point in me eating because I can't taste it, and you know, I gotta separate myself from human humanity. And Spike's just like, nah, man, give me some yeah, wings. Spike's out here <laughs> living it up. Yeah, let's go, party, party. Also interesting that their real names, uh, Spike's real name is William and Angel's real name is Liam. Interesting. Uh, huh. Yeah. There, there's a there's a lot of obvious uh, contrasts there. Yeah, and, and they do that on purpose. And uh, Drusilla is also there with him. Drusilla is a psychotic vampire that can see the future. Angel turned her into a vampire back when he was evil. And she turned Spike into a vampire when he was evil. I really like Drusilla. She's one of my favorite characters in the show. I'll say this. She's the only vampire that never, never does anything heroic. Like, of the the whirlwind. So, whirlwind is Darla, Angel, Spike, and Drusilla. Mm. Um, In the past, they were, like, this big bad vampire team that worked under the Master, who's, like, that guy from season one. Yeah. Darla's also in season one, but I swear, Darla shows up, like, a bit... And then dies. He's in the first episode. Yeah, Darla's more important in Angel, because Angel gets his own show. But yeah. if you only watch Buffy, you'll be like, who cares about Darla? Darla but no, she is very important in Angel. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Spike gets introduced, and he kills the Anointed One, which is that little kid from season one. And it was right there that I realized, oh my gosh, the show's going in a good direction. Yeah. They destroyed, ev- literally, episode one, Buffy destroys the Master's Bones. Episode 3, he kills the Anointed One. There's no... Nothing is left from Season 1. Yep. They're all like, oh, you remember that last season that was kind of bad? Yeah, watch Forget this. about it. Watch, watch this. this. <laughs> Forget all about that. Watch watch yep. us do some cool stuff. So then Spike <laughs> takes over the bad guys, and uh, Angel sleeps with Buffy, and that's his moment of true happiness, and then he becomes Angelus. And there's this awesome scene where this woman's smoking outside, and then the Angel bites her and sucks out her blood, and then he blows out smoke. <laughs> like, uh, Quentin Tarantino stuff. Yeah, right that is. There, that right? is. That that is. Oh man, Josh Josh wrote that and he smiled yes. so hard. Yo, after legit. He's like, ah, yeah, he was happy with that one. That's how we're gonna shoot my <laughs> show. Uh, so uh, the only other thing you really gotta know. Oh, so like, uh, Oz is introduced. Oz is the the guitarist from this band called Dingoes Ate My Baby, which is a band that plays at the Bronze that the teens all hang out at, but also, he goes to their school. Yeah. Um, and... Oz is Seth Green. Yep. And, um, uh, Willow has a crush on Xander. Xander has a crush on Buffy. No one reciprocates love in this show until, like, later. You'll see. And anyone who's in a happy relationship will end in a miserable relationship. Horrible. They literally say that in season one. It's like, oh, I guess it'll be like none of us will ever have a happy relationship. Ha 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 ha. And then they... And then silence. They get silent. 
and then the episode ends. It's 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 one of the best endings. That's like season one. Yeah, it's a season one ending, and I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite endings above the hardest foreshadowing. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Angel is evil, and then Buffy kills him. She stabs him in the heart. Oh yeah, and, and sends him to hell. A portal to hell, yeah, and he goes in the portal to hell, and Spike helps her do that because Spike's like, "Wait, I don't want to destroy the world. I want to take it over." Yeah, but it's like, if you destroy the world, what will happen to us? We'll just be floating around in space. I don't want to do that because we're immortal. Yeah, right? it, it's like, oh, that you know, sound fun. Spike has a point, and yeah, it's interesting. Spike helps the heroes right then and there, but then as soon as he gets Drusilla, he leaves. It's like, yeah, forget y'all. Like as soon as he's fine and everyone's like dying, it's like, ah, I don't care. Uh, and Spike's pretty cool. He's a villain. He's still a villain. Yes. He's still a villain here. So then, um, uh, Buffy moves out of Sunnydale at the end. Because she's sad. I killed my boyfriend. And then her mom's like, leave. You can't come back here if you leave the house. Is season two the one with the the other Slayer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you forgot that whole Yeah, that is very important. Uh, Okay, so like episode 12, I think, uh, Kendra, the vampire slayer. Oh, snap! Oh, wow, that is important. Okay, so so anyway, remember how Buffy died in season one? And remember how I said that when a a slayer dies, like a new slayer is appointed? You missing that made me think she was in season three, and I was like, no, "No, that's that's Faith. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, she's in season two. So when Buffy died, a new slayer was appointed, but because Giles resurrected her, she still has her slayer power. So technically, Buffy is not the active slayer anymore. So if Buffy were to die again, it wouldn't appoint a new Slayer. It's if Kendra dies. So Kendra shows up for, like, an episode, and she she's, like, the exact opposite of Buffy. So she was trained from birth and taught don't have any interaction with any human beings at all. Like, you need to be by yourself so you can focus on the mission, and that's it. You can't have a social life. You gotta survive, so, kill vampires. Yep. That's your goal. So Kendra can't, can't socialize at all. Like, even when she sees Xander, she kind of just looks at the ground. Um, and it's, like, really subtle cues. I don't know why they gave her a horrible Jamaican accent, or, like, Islander accent. Yeah. And apparently the actress has said, like, she auditioned without the accent. And it was last minute. That last minute, bro. It. They told her, could you put an accent over? I don't oh. know why they did that. Kendra would be no. so much cooler without it. 100%. It's, like, the most annoying accent. It is. It's horrible. Irie. I never understood Buffy. it. Buffy. Buffy. We gotta go get the vampires. We gotta kill the vampires, yeah. And it's obvious she doesn't know how to do that accent. That's mistake. Mr. Pointy. (laughs) (laughs) Kendra. Kendra the vampire slayer. So anyway, um, the biggest thing that ends up killing Kendra, though, or getting her killed is, uh, well, Drusilla kills her, but Drusilla's able to hypnotize her because Kendra has no connection on Earth. Uh, What allows Buffy to resist Drusilla's hypnotism is her connection to Earth, her friends and her family and stuff like that. So Kendra, the same thing the Watchers tried to train Kendra with is what ended up killing her. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, Drusilla slits her throat. It's pretty uh, messed up how she dies. Like, for a character that didn't really get that much no. attention. She was better at fighting than Buffy, but, like, for all the wrong reasons. Just all training, all experience has nothing else to her, though. That's yeah. all she is. Uh, so anyway, she's dead. Season three, uh, uh, Buffy left, and then she's trying to have a whole life. Oh yeah, she uh, leaves and she's goes, like a she goes waitress. to California. Yeah, she's a or, waitress or named Los Anne. Angeles or whatever. Yeah, she's a waitress named Anne, and um, she gets sexually harassed. And like you'd think, oh Buffy just beat him up, but it's like, oh no, Buffy living this new life. I'm and holding back. I don't want to use my powers. I'm, I'm a normal girl. I'm gonna kill this guy. Uh, and yeah, she left because her mom's like, get out of the house, you wretched child, and she left. Uh. There's like a, Anne is a weird episode. I I remember this episode, but it's mm. 
Oh my gosh, so much happens. There's yeah, like a hell does. dimension that she goes to. And yeah, like she this, does go to hell. Yeah, this creature that's like, uh, what's your name? What's your purpose? And then they all say nothing, and then he moves on. But then Buffy, Buffy's like nothing for a while. But then after a while, she's like, it's like, what's your purpose? What's your name? She's like Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. And who are you? Right. And then she like fights, and then she overcomes. And then we go back to Sunnydale the next episode, and this is the one thing I do really like. Um, so at this point. I skipped a lot. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Buffy Buffy declines Xander back in season one. Willow Willow never gets close to Xander. She tries, but he's he's just interested he's in Buffy. So but then Buffy. Ooh, Buffy, Buffy, sorry, Xander and Cordelia hate each other because Cordelia's like, "I'm rich, you're poor, you suck, I'm cool." And then Xander's like, "No, all that money goes to your head, and you're nothing without your money." And they argue a lot, and then they kiss, and then they're dating. Um, and then uh, Oz starts dating uh, Willow. Yeah, that's that's all sounds about right to me. Yeah, uh, Cordelia is able to get over herself, and she starts dating Xander. How crazy is that? Because mm. uh, Xander uses a spell to make all the women in the, the city fall in love with him, but then it doesn't work on Cordelia. Get it? Oh yeah, she, get she, it? She, she get it? Ah. Yeah, thought that was pretty clever. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so we go to season three, and so when, when Buffy goes back to Sum, Sum, Summydale, Summydale, uh, all the, the Buffy gang, so Willow, Xander, the Cordelia, Scoobies. Oz, yeah, the Scooby gang, yeah. that's what they're called, and Giles, they're still killing vampires. Yep. And that's one thing about Buffy that's really interesting. Um, vampires exist no matter where the Slayer What's is. What's going on? Like, they straight up. They'll just be somewhere like you. You see Los Angeles and in, in Angel demons just exist. Yep. So a yeah. lot of them run businesses, businesses and whatnot. Like, yeah, they're all lawyers. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. Um. So uh, season three introduces yeah. a lot of characters. It also introduces the mayor. Oh yeah, my my favorite character yeah, of all. Yes. Villains. Ah, th- th- this character is a character that I I had thought of before I'd seen this show. <laughs> it's a character that Joss Whedon snatched out of my head like tra- through traveling through time. Mm-hmm. Insanity. I had this idea for a character that was super strong and a mayor of a city, but like and did villainous things, but he wasn't really a but he villain. Was really like polite. Yeah, he's just really polite about it. You know, it's like oh, I'm so sorry, and then he like. You know, blow up a, a a building or something, and this was the this same character that I had in my head. I watched for real on a TV screen years later. I was like, oh no! Mm-hmm. But the show was made before my idea. Ah! Yeah, the mayor existed. Uh, so he is affably evil. He's an interesting character because he like an interesting villain because he genuinely does care about human beings yes like and he and he's he's human but he does stuff to himself to make him not human i think yeah yeah that is right a, that is a story like the first thing he does is make himself immortal which again genius because he's like how do i how do i prevent buffy from killing me she's killed all the other villains make myself immortal yeah if i'm unkillable then she can't kill she me she can't kill me yeah uh and then the he runs sunnydale like he's the mayor and everything and he like is charitable like he gives to charities and stuff like that and that's why like if Buffy's like yo the mayor is evil no one will believe no her. one will believe her <laughs> like yeah it, yo the mayor is such a great it, it's great because like if Buffy went to the corner store and was all like yo the mayor is evil the corner store guy would be all like uh actually he came in last week gave me some great advice literally uh uh he paid my my tuition yeah like, uh, he like paid that. my uh insurance uh yeah. we, I got into a car accident and yeah. it was it happened to be the mayor 
and somehow he called up road insurance, or, uh, the the road safety people, and mm-hmm. they fixed my car right there, right on the there. spot. Yeah, crazy. It was it was wild. Stuff like that. And it's like that's such a cool villain. Yeah. For like and then, everyone and loves then the him. next episode, he'll kill somebody. Yeah, or or like whip off their head, flat out steal like children's souls. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like clearly the guy. <laughs> he he is a goal. He, he has, has a goal. goal. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. He has a goal. Yeah. That's why he works so well as a villain. He's it's like, like he's not letting anything get in his way. It's just that he's also very nice, like exactly. very polite. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a family man. Literally, right? It's so it's so. <laughs> funny man I the love him, the man. best villain so in so good. many ways he is so anyway the other character that season three introduces is faith the vampire slayer which is my favorite character probably for like buffy i guess it's faith um and uh faith is the slayer that was appointed after kendra died from season two which mm. is why that's important yeah now faith is the exact opposite of kendra so she had absolutely zero training well sort of so she had zero training zero friends uh, but she has all the experience in the world. So it's, it's like Faith was a scrapper before she got Slayer powers. Like, she already was a fighter. Yeah. And then she gets these powers to, like, super strength, speed, agility. We never mentioned what the Slayer powers are. Super strength, speed, agility. It's, yeah, you're pretty much a flying brick without the flying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can heal fast, too, and they have prophetic dreams. It's another thing. Anyway, Faith shows up, and she's like, Hey, go, Buffy. Like, you're a Slayer. I'm a Slayer, too. We're the Chosen, too. What's good? And then Buffy's like, oh, uh, hi, Faith. Because Faith is, like, really sociable. And she's like, has stories about adventures she's been on and stuff like that. And, like, all of Buffy's friends start liking her more than Buffy. And Buffy gets jealous and stuff like that. I'm like, ah, I like this. And then Joyce, her mom, says, hey, Buffy, now that I know you're a Slayer, because season two you told me. Eh. Buffy's mom. No. Yeah, mom. She's just like, hey, now that Faith is here and she's a capable Slayer, unlike Kendra, who died in her second appearance, do you think that Faith could be Slayer instead of you? And, and Buffy's like, but this is my responsibility, Mom. Even though really what Buffy means is, but I'm the Slayer. <laughs> I mean, she can't be the Slayer. I'm the Slayer. I love, and that. I love that. I love that in your explanation. Uh, Joyce is just like, yeah, so Buffy, now that face here and that she's like great and everything and that Kendra girl, you know, she died and <laughs> trash. Uh, you can you can take a break from your duties, right? <laughs> like, And funny, I think this episode is when... Um, Buffy says, like, that episode where Faith meets, uh, Buffy's mom, which is the first appearance of, like, a Faith Hope and Trick. Um, also, Buffy dates, like, a bunch of guys that aren't Angel, and they never work out. It doesn't matter. That's why this episode's called Hope. Hope is Scott Hope. Trick is Mr. Trick, the mayor's black assistant, the only other black character in Buffy. There are no black people in Buffy. It's true. And if they are, they die, or they're villains? Yep. Yeah, um, Angel's not like that. Uh, but, yeah, so, Faith, Hope, and Trick is the title of the episode. Faith. Scott Hope, Mr. Trick, yeah. So anyway, Faith, um, she is like, hey, Buffy, let's go slaying together. And then Buffy goes slaying with Faith, and she's like, doesn't slaying just make you horny? And she's like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Faith is really sexual. Yeah. Um, and she talks about people she's dated, and she's like, Buffy, all men are beasts, don't you know? Like, men, uh, it's easy to please a man, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like hints, like little subtexts of whether or not Faith is a lesbian. Don't ask the fan base. They will say she's a lesbian. Like, a hard she's a lesbian. And, in all honesty, in my opinion, I see why they read it that way. Uh, Joss himself has said he never meant to do that. But mm. the way Eliza delivered a lot of the lines, no one told her to slow down. Yeah. So it really does come off that way. There was one point in the last episode of Season 3 where Faith was supposed to kiss Buffy and then push her... Uh, but then they changed it so that she kisses her forehead. Um... 
because of the network, they were like, no. Oh. Yeah, but... Can't show that in, in uh, 2000. There's, like, honestly, Faith... I love Faith. She's so great. But there's a really funny scene where Angel is like... Oh, Angel comes back to life. So Angel comes back to life, and, and he's, like, naked when he comes back, and he flops around on the ground. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? No. You don't remember a floppy angel? <laughs> you, you don't? And he's, like, flopping on the ground? You don't remember that? Floppy angel. Yeah, I naked gotta, floppy angel. I gotta. That's what the I, fans call him. I gotta watch that clip. You don't naked, naked floppy, floppy angel. angel. I gotta go watch that. Yeah, clip. he starts flopping around on the ground. David, right when Buffy has let go of him and moved on with her life, he shows back up. That's Angel. For David Morianis, okay? are you okay? Blood. <laughs> Why'd you bring me back? <laughs> Just let me die. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Buffy actually says to her mom. It's like, so she, her mom's like, how did Faith become Slayer? It's like, oh, that only happens when a Slayer dies. And she's like, you die? And I, I love oh, that yeah. line. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, Faith has to be Slayer. You can't be Slayer anymore. You died. You died once. You didn't even tell me. I can't have you die again. Yeah, so uh, Faith and Buffy go patrolling, and uh, that's where they meet Kakistos, who is the bad vampire. Like, basically Faith's master. So the master in season one of Buffy, Kakistos is the equivalent to Faith. Um, but Kakistos was successful. He killed Faith's, uh, master, or, uh, ma- yeah, Watcher. Watcher, yeah, yeah that's He killed one. Faith's Watcher, which is why Faith ran to Sunnydale. She didn't, and I also think that's interesting, too, because uh, they don't really, like, say it, but, yeah, the reason she moved is because she was afraid. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'll just go here where the other Slayer is. It's like, maybe we can both take him down, and then Kakistos shows up, and then, like, Buffy starts losing the fight and Faith starts freaking out. Yeah, she, she gets really she scared. She has like panic attacks. I remember this. That's I a good scene. Remember this. Yeah. And there are some strong moments that just stick with you. Season 3 is a very good season. It's my favorite. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's the last good one. Yeah, uh, it's a very good season. Yeah, it is. It's 100%. solid. All the one-off episodes are good, too. When yeah. It's not overarching. Like, the episode where Buffy gets the ability to read minds. One of the funniest episodes. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, basically, uh, uh, Faith... Um, kills Kahistos with a giant stake. The end of that episode. Also, so throughout the season three, throughout season three, Faith um, keeps getting deceived by people, like the wrong people, and she keeps trusting the wrong people, and that's Faith's fatal flaw. She just keeps trusting the wrong people yeah. to the point where she just becomes evil. Uh, but what really is the turning point is when the two of them are on the run in the episode Bad Girls, which is, I believe, episode 7, funny enough, I think, or it's like episode 12. Okay. But, um, and Faith, she, uh, kills the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like an accident, yep. though, right? It was an accident, yeah. Yeah, and it's then just... Buffy's like, Faith, no. no, Faith, you killed him. No, yo, I... The, <laughs> yo, the, you're the so line, bad. The line, oh my god, if you're watching on Disney+, Plus. You know, it's like previously on whatever the show you're watching, right? Yeah. Expect to see this line every single episode after this, where straight up, it's it's a scene where Faith stabs the guy. And then at the end of that episode, Bad Girls, which it's a great scene, but it's a, you hear it enough <laughs> times, uh, Buffy's like, Faith, you don't get it. You, cause like, it's like, Faith, we gotta confess to the police. She's like, no, don't worry about it. It's like, no, Faith, there's a body. It's like, no, don't worry about it. I tossed the body. Then it's like, Faith, you don't get it. You killed a man. And then Faith says, no, you don't get it. I don't care. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the line. And the credits roll, too. I love that. Is I don't care. Cre- like, you see Buffy's face in shock, and then credits. Credits, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, uh, obviously, no, Faith does care. She's just trying to be strong. And that's how she is. She copes that way by not talking about her problems. Yeah. And that's why she's so bent up, uh, pent up all the time, all that rage and stuff like that. Also, yeah, Faith's fighting style is very different than Buffy. She kind of goes overboard. 
But, like, Buffy would say, like, hey, just take the guy already. Like, why are you still beating him up? Yeah. Like, Faith just enjoys it. Yeah, for her, it's a show. Yeah, A show of yeah. brutality and, and just aggression. It's is a power like, trip. But anyway, yeah. um, Faith ends up coming in contact with the Master, and she threatens to kill him. But then the Master shows her kindness that no one else showed her. Wait, do you mean the Mayor? Mayor. Did I say Master? Yeah, Whoops. he did. Yeah, the Mayor. The Mayor shows her kindness that no one else showed her, and that's why Faith and the Mayor start teaming up. And that's where we get, like... A villainous duo of Marcus's favorite villain and my favorite. <laughs> it, it's great. It's great. It's, it's a good time, honestly. Yeah, Faith is the shadow self to Buffy, and the mayor is the shadow self to Giles. And even yeah. even to the point where he says, "I love this one." Giles never once said, "Hey, don't date Angel," even though like that is a bad idea. Yeah, like he he's gonna. I mean, he he does, but he never does anything about it. Um, he never talks to Angel about it. Giles. Yeah, no. Nah. He only talks to Buffy about it. But the mayor says to Angel. What what life could you promise this girl? Like, what future do you have with her? You're immortal. She's not. She's destined to die, right? And that's what kind of triggers Angel to be like, you know what, deuces, I'm out. I have need my own bounce, show yeah. over there in LA. I you can be here no stay more. here in Sunnydale. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, you could die. Oh, I didn't I think about that, that one. <laughs> oh, you're a you're human. You're human. I thought you were. I thought you know vampire. I thought it was Buffy the Vampire, comma Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Drama no after Vampire. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So then, um, that uh, oh oh, I almost said that's the end of season three. No, it's not. It's halfway through season yeah. three. So the way it ends, uh, the master does something really stupid. The mayor. Darn it! The mayor does something really stupid. He's like, "Hey, Faith, you know how we're winning?" It's like, "Yeah, okay. Well, the show's almost over. We gotta make it so that we can lose." So he makes himself mortal by like turning into a giant worm. Yes. Yeah, it's. A <laughs> and weird. I've rewatched this season like three times, and I still don't quite understand the reason what his plan was. Like the ascension allows him to blot out the sun so that all vampires can come out during regular hours, and he plans on doing this during Buffy's graduation, which is a drop dead gorgeous finale. Yeah, it's really like, good. The best because all the students that you met throughout seasons one, two, and three all team up together to stop the mayor. It's, uh, oh, one of the coolest things about this show is uh, um, the background characters. Oh, yeah. So, names. every background character is a, ba- like, a person. It's a yep. person that goes to the school. Yep. And if they die, you know, they're dead. They, dis- they, they, they mm-hmm. disappear. So, but at the end of this graduation, it's all the survivors. Yep. All your surviving back, like, if, if you had a favorite background character. Yeah, they're right there. He's there. Yeah. She's there. Like Jonathan it's, Harmony. Yeah, it's uh, great. Just two off the top of my head. But yeah, no, really, they, they are. Even some of the bad guys, like, yeah. the people they fought in the early season, they're right there. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, and what's so funny about that, too, the episode before is called Graduation, where the school has, like, a prom. Yeah. And, or um, something. Yeah, something like that. And then, like... Everyone gets an award except Buffy, but then they make an award for her. Oh, yeah, because yeah, she's been protecting everybody. Yeah. But it's so funny because nobody, like, during the show, nobody ever calls out, yo. like, yo, Buffy, you're saving people. Thanks, yo. It's so, they all know about it, but none of them draw attention to it. They stay away from her. Exactly. Like, cause everything they know. bad happens whenever you're around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so it's cool to see all those students come back. And, and it clearly tells you that, like, the people of Sunnydale know about vampires, and they yep. know to be inside, yep. but some of them just don't care. Yep. Like... It's, it's really funny. They're like, just living their lives. I love it. Yeah, the, the, the Buffy's atmosphere is so good. The way it all comes together, it just it's just 
like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Um. So then what happens is they all fight the mayor in his giant worm form, and then Xander, who got military powers because of that one Halloween episode in season one, uh, <laughs> expect a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Halloween episode where they turned into their costumes. You know, that old plot. And Xander turned into a soldier, but some, for some reason he kept his memory. Weird. For some reason. A little strange. I guess they have to give him something. Yeah. Also, Willow knows magic now. She was a computer tech-savvy person, and then she learns magic, and Giles is like, stop using magic. It's like a drug. Stay away from it. Trust me. I know. And she's like, okay, Giles, and then she keeps ignoring yeah, Giles. Yeah, because Giles, Giles had a girlfriend that was like a techno... techno uh, Jenny Calendar? What? Yeah. Oh, J- Angel Kills Her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Willow was learning, like, techno techno uh, magic from her, and then... Well, it wasn't magic. It was just technology yeah yeah or whatever and she then, had like jenny calendar had magic but she didn't like she hid that from the team it's it's yeah oh. and angel killed her and it's funny because it's like if angel didn't kill her and jealous like evil yeah. angel uh if he didn't kill her i think jelly jenny calendar would have ended up doing something like not evil but i think she would have successfully killed angel i like, agree something crazy like that yeah so it, it makes sense why he killed her the way he does it though so he snaps her neck and then he puts her body in giles's bed so and then like up. yeah, and then like puts like rose petals leading up to the bed, so Jalus thinks he's, he's about like to get a romantic on. thing. Yeah. yeah, and then he sees her dead body. And Jalus is such a uh, yo. And uh, the only time Angelus is consistent is in Buffy. On Angel, he makes no sense. I don't know what the writers were smoking when they were writing Angelus. He's like this comedy guy that's like really funny. Hey everybody, how you doing? I'm Angelus. And it's like what the heck? Uh, <laughs> to your psychological torture, dude. Now you're just chumming it up with everybody. It's really weird. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we'll talk about that whenever we talk about Angel. Yeah. If ever you finish that show, I'm sorry. It's weird. It's hard to. It's rewatching Angel season one and two. Or, or season one is decent. Season two is good. Season three is a mess, and, it, and that's where it starts to suck. Season four is fifty fifty, depending on who you ask. Mm. I love it. It, it. it depends on who you ask, though, because things are happening, but. They're always happening. There's no just, sitting down. In it's season just that four. these shows from from that the, like this time period, like like what early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, they're so long. Yeah, and there's just so much talking. It's, so many episodes don't need to be forty minutes. You know? Yeah, so many of them. Uh, but I, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, season five is the best season though, and I can't say that about any other TV show. The last season is the best season. Yeah, weird how that works. You but, tell me this all the time. Yep. I'm just like, <laughs> and you, every time you tell me about it, like I gotta watch it. Like you have to get there, dude. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, season three ending. So yeah, we're almost there. And when I say we're almost there, I do mean it because the last four, I'm gonna rifle through those. Uh, I know. Talk. They blow up the school. Yes, the whole school. <laughs> it's a crater now, dude. <laughs> like literally, I love that. Also, Faith and Buffy have a fight on a rooftop. Uh, Buffy oh, yeah. stabs Faith, but then Faith jumps off the roof in an attempt to have her die and make it seem, like, have Buffy think that she killed Faith, but Faith actually survived. If she stayed with Buffy, Buffy would have had to kill her. Yeah. Because Buffy would have fed her to Angel, who was dying at that point. Um, which is really crazy when Masked you think about up, it. Buffy man. was straight up about to, like, murder Buffy, Buffy out here being, is supposed to be the good girl, good character. Yeah, Buffy does sacrificing kill, Buffy people. Buffy kills a few humans, and it's weird. And, like, season seven, that becomes a serious thing. It's like, we don't kill humans. Like, what about all those other times in season one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Season people one. die. Tons. She pushes a guy into, like, a group of hyenas, and they all eat him. Mm-hmm. That happens in season one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they blow up the school, Mare dies, everything's happy, they all leave, and legit, this is where the show should have ended. Angel walks off into the distance, onto his own show, onto his own TV show set. Yep. Buffy and his, her friends are happy. 
Okay, go back to season one. Uh, the end, Buffy's kind of sad because she died. They, she killed the master, but it's not really, there's no real closure. She just yeah. dies. Season two, she moves away. Season three, everything's fine. Honestly, yeah. Happy. I, no, like, it, it's crazy because you say that it should end there, and I, like, that's my same thought. Yeah, that's where it should have ended. Like, that's where the high school story ends. Like, if this was a trilogy season, yep. like, show, this was a One, good two, ending. Three. Yeah, honestly, by itself, it works. It's it does. great. Yeah, so now here's season four. <laughs> Postscript season. Hey, guys, we're in college now. Like, oh, we got greenlit again? Oh, all right. Well, yeah, so they go to college. Are, are they even, though? Don't you so, hate when uh, shows do that, though? What? When they go from, like, what's a high school show, and then they go to a college, and then it's a college show. I don't like that. Well, what's weird about Buffy, I, I, I don't mind as long as, as long as the atmosphere changes. Right, because I feel like too often it's like okay, it's a college show now, everything's the same. Yeah, it's like it's literally you guys are in high school again, where it's like oh, college, college, and Buffy does a decent job. Decent, yeah, it does an okay job. The problem is they don't really talk about college at all. Nope. Like it's it's there. They're, they got dorms. They got dorms. Yes, they got dorms, and uh, Buffy and Willow become roommates, and like Xander doesn't go. That's one good thing about that. Yeah, Xander, Xander can't afford yeah. to go to college, yes. so he doesn't. And, like, he kind of feels inadequate at this point. Like, this is where Xander... Well, I mean, season three had a really great episode where it was all about Xander. Yeah, one? yeah. And, and yeah, uh, but this is where he really starts to feel inadequate. Where it's like, I, I can't even be with my friends who have, like, these bright futures. And, like, they never show you Xander's family, but it's heavily hinted that not only was he abused, but they're very negligent. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, raise yourself, kid. It's right? crazy. Season four, I feel like the only reason why I got through is because of Xander. Honest, his story and Giles' story are yeah. the most interesting in season four. Yeah. Where Giles is like, Buffy doesn't need a Watcher anymore. Also, Giles got fired from the Watcher's Council back in season three, so then Wesley Wyndham Price was hired to be Faith's Watcher, but also kind of Buffy's Watcher. Wesley doesn't come back, he ends up going to Angel, you don't even have, you, they never even mention him. Don't Cordelia worry, also leaves. Yeah. Uh, just cause. Uh, on Angel you'd know, but if you were just watching Buffy you'd have no idea. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You'd be like, what the heck, where's Cordelia? Uh, so anyway, um, Spike comes back. Uh, because Joss Whedon's like, well, we need somebody to make fun of the main characters. Cordelia's not here, and then Spike comes back, but he's a villain. Why is he hanging out with them? Because the secret underground military guys, led by Buffy's soon-to-be boyfriend, Riley, um, they put a chip in his head that prevents him from hurting human beings, but not demons, as he soon discovers, and he hurts demons, and he fights demons. He's like, yeah, let's fight the good fight, but he's really not really a hero. Um, and he can't hurt people anymore, which is the dumbest plot ever. Let's Let's turn our coolest villain... Into loser, yeah, and like he still has funny lines, but mm, it's not the same. I, but, I thought the uh, the underground secret uh, military society. Uh, what were they called? The unit or the the the? Come on, the the, the initiative the, the or something initiative, like that. Yeah, is that the initiative? That's the so initiative. stupid. It was so stupid. It wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Nah, nah. It wasn't the cool. Initiative. But what I liked about it was that it, it feels like, like um, it's like cabin in the woods. You know? You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I feel like that's where uh, the original Cabin of the Woods idea came from. Yeah, like, they're like a military group that deals with paranormal things. So, like, vampires and demons and, like, uh, the werewolves and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, and they, like, experiment on them because they're also scientists. Yeah. their lead is, like, a psychology teacher, Maggie, Maggie Walsh. Something like that. Yeah, uh, and basically, like, all you, all you really need to know... Maggie was trying to make the ultimate demon to, to fight demons. So she was experimenting on the monsters to make an ultimate monster to fight the monsters. But then, uh, the monster turns evil and kills her. 
And then basically he's like, now I will turn all the initiative into monsters. Because they saw Maggie Walsh as their leader and now I'm the leader. But obviously the initiative is like, nah, fam, what are yeah, you talking about? That? So then he kills them and then he turns some of them into monsters. Except Riley. Riley gets away. Then Riley's like, yo, Buffy, like some real bad stuff's happening. It's like, okay, new boyfriend who's so much better than Angel because you're the exact opposite of Angel. But they forgot to give you any redeeming qualities uh, other than that. Uh, what, a, what? What is he, Describe man? Describe Riley. Right? Like, he's the nice guy. He's like Cap... Legit, he's Captain America. You're not wrong. That's all yeah. he is. Even the superhero steroids. Yep. That's all he is. Yep. Uh, and... He's, I'm not strong he's enough. So I'm not strong boring. like Buffy. He's I'm gonna take so superhero boring. steroids. I'm not as strong as Buffy, so I'm gonna let vampires bite me so I can feel what she felt when vampires bit her because she always goes back to vampires and not... She doesn't love me. That's that's Riley, okay? She's this whiny dude. And he like could him. have been a good character. There's, yeah. He has moments where he's great. Um, but... Like, the episode where he sees Angel, that's a great episode. Yes. And they're, like, fighting yes, and stuff. Like, yeah. ah, I just love it. Uh, but anyway, um, season four ends with Buffy killing Adam too early, so they have to write an extra episode. Do you remember that? I do. She kills him in, se- in like, episode 21 yep. of the 22 episodes, so they come up with this stupid, pretentious, like, dream episode. Dream- that oh, like, man. Oh, what does it mean? Yep. Restless. Oh, but there's a guy who holds cheese on his face the whole time. What does the cheese man mean? Who it, cares? It is really... It's so weird. Honestly... The, the best I can compare it to is, and I don't think you've seen it, but Neon Genesis um, Evangelion, mm-hmm. the, the very first time that show ended, um, it... The, the they first, had no budget? Yeah, they didn't yeah, have no, the budget, I've seen, I've seen yeah. yeah. And the, the, the first ending is crazy. Yeah. It's a fever dream. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You're like, what? Why are they doing this? <laughs> That's what that felt like. Yeah, seriously. It makes no sense. But, but in it... There's foreshadowing to the future of the show. Uh, 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 Willow made a friend named Tara, but she doesn't matter yet. No. Um, and um, it foreshadows uh, some character named the Key, and it's like, oh, it'll come at dawn. And then Faith, Faith, uh, Faith showed up earlier in the show, and she switches bodies with Buffy, and that's a great episode. Check that one out. It's called um, <laughs> This Year's Girl or something like that. And then I forgot what the second episode It's a two-parter. It is a two-parter. Yeah. Um, great episode, by the way, um, where Buffy flirts with Spike, but it's Faith and Buffy's body. And then Faith has sex with Riley and Buffy's body. It's re- Actually, it's really weird. It's that really is creepy. really weird. Yeah. yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, and then she, she like learns the meaning of love because Riley actually was showing her love. It's not like, I'm not trying to play with you. Yeah. Again, another awesome Riley scene. Where it's like, no, what do you mean you want to play? Like, this isn't playtime. Yeah, no. It's like, ah, ah. Are you not my Ah." girlfriend? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, um, what? Adam dies, Fever Dream Dream episode. Season five. Season five. Okay. So, legit, this is where I started hating the show. This is exact, and look, it's very simple. All I have to say are two names, Dawn Mm. and Glory. So Dawn. Oh my yep. goodness. See, and, and it all comes back, right? It all Glory comes back. Glory is... Uh, I hate Glory as a villain. I And, like, I get why some people, like, she's fun. She's funny and stuff. Yeah. But I hate her whole thing where it's like, oh, I need brains to not die. And, like, it makes people, like, not... They can't oh, think it's straight. It's so stupid. It's really dumb. Also, uh, so Glory is this demon lady. Also, are you keeping track of the villains? There's the Master. There's Spike and Drusilla. There's Faith and the Mayor. There was Adam, who doesn't matter. Uh, now there's Glory. Okay, so Glory, um, yeah, super evil demon lady who is like just an ancient demon. That's yeah, all she is, which is so funny because at the time, at the time, 
season five existed, yeah. they hype her up so much because it's like, yeah, we've never fought a true demon. This is a true demon. Yeah. Go on, Angel. You've seen plenty of true a demons. Lot. And it's like, Angel Angel is so much better. Anyway, uh, and that's a controversial opinion in the Buffy community, but like, look, man, Angel's better. It's, it's also shorter. <laughs> There's true. less bad in it. It's true. So Don They know is, when to stop. <laughs> so like, Glory, because of some stupid, stupid writing, she turns into a guy named Ben just because... Oh, yeah. None of her memories are restored. They don't know each other as the other. Only Spike knows that because everyone's memories are erased whenever they switch. Yeah. Remember how stupid this plot was? Because I, I watched this that. recently. And and Dawn... Okay, so Buffy has a little sister now named Dawn who we've never heard of before because... I don't care. Right, We're just cutting to this part. Dawn is actually not Buffy's sister. She's like... The key to, like, unlocking the portal that'll shut glory, <laughs> glory into the portal of hell and Dawn was put with Buffy as Buffy's sister and they erased everyone's memories of her not being her sister so that Buffy would protect Dawn. It's a failsafe so that if Dawn ever came into the hands of Glory, Buffy could protect her. But when Buffy actually fights Glory, she, she's too tough. And I remember thinking, how's Buffy going to fight Glory now? Because Glory is the first villain that's actually overpowering her physically. Mm. And for the first time, Buffy cannot win in a yeah. physical fight. So what does she do? She, she just fights harder. She gets a hammer. Remember the troll hammer from yeah, that one I, throwaway I, I, episode? Yeah. It wasn't actually a throwaway episode, it turns out. Buffy uses the hammer in the fight in like for like two seconds. And gives her the edge. Then Buffy stands at the corner of the... We're at the end of the season, by the way. Then Buffy stands at the, the like, the, the diving board. And right, it's the like, diving board yeah, diving of, board. of the, the construction <laughs> site. I do, do remember, remember this. right? Bro, this, this was so, so stupid. weird. It's so stupid. I hate season five so much. I don't know how people defend it. And then it. the ending. Okay, so here, here we go. Here yeah, we go. keep going. So, but also, Spike is, like, trying to be good because he loves Buffy now. It's really stupid. It uh, is so dumb. It's, it's really dumb. Spike used to be such a cool character, and then he turns into, like, Oh, Buffy. Oh, Buffy. I love you. Oh, Buffy. Yeah. Oh. And Spike, he, like, has a relationship Spike with Harvey. Really, he just becomes a Buffy simp out yep. of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Uh, and he, like, dates Harmony briefly because Harmony's a vampire now because Harmony gets bitten at the end of season three. Uh, and Harmony shows up back in Angel in season five, and it's oh, great. Wow. It's amazing. Like, I love Harmony. Just, yo, I love how Angel takes characters from one show, brings them over, makes them infinitely better. Yeah. So, uh, season five, there's a diving board, and it's like, okay, so to close this portal, we gotta send the key in. Who's Dawn? Which is Dawn. Dawn is the key. Dawn is the key. Dawn is the key. Yeah. So what does Buffy do? Hey, Dawn, since we have the same blood, if I jump in, that'll shut down the portal, right? No. It's like, Buffy, this no. is her fate. She has to do this. Just let her die. Not only, we don't care. Not only that, but you guys don't share the same blood. She's not even your real sister. She, they... They do. It's really dumb, Marcus. Wow, she's not real. Marcus, it's dumb. I'm she's sorry. Not real. I look, I wait look, I, I want to agree with you, but I know I remember I watching this episode. It, it makes no I, sense, I right? I remember this episode, so I'm like, but she can't. That's not how this works. My whole thing is Buffy knows that if she goes in the portal, she's gonna die. Yeah. What if it doesn't work? What if she just jumped in and the portal was still open because she's not the key? Guess Don has to jump too. Don has to literally, right? I will never forgive the show for thinking that was a good idea. So Buffy dies again. Okay? Buffy dies. And yeah, the portal closes for some reason because they have the same blood stupidness like that. Yeah, not... Which makes no sense because if Don is the ancient key, right, and they gave her summer blood, then wouldn't Buffy need Don's blood? Like, wouldn't it have to be the other way around? Yes. Yeah, whatever. It do, Season five. It, do, it, it, it don't... She does... Ah... Uh... She's not real. She she was made. She's not real. Yeah. She was made. She's literally not real. She does not share their blood. And also, you're she's right. incredibly annoying. No one likes Don. I I honestly, when that episode was happening, I was all like, oh yeah, Don's gone. Finally, now. Don's because, gone. Because like, what's what's the, the the 
while it was airing, people must have been writing into the, the show yeah, oh, saying they they that were, they don't like Don. No one liked Don. So at that point, that was just like their moment. Yep. That was their chance, and they blew it. Yep. This was when Joss was going through the tag-along kid phase where he kept adding like little kid character because he did the same thing in Angel. But um, I'm telling you right now, the character leaves. Was this before or after The Phantom Menace? Uh, Season 5, 2001, I think. So around the same time. Yeah, because 1997, Season 1. We gotta get the kids into the movie theaters and watching the shows. Yeah, dude, so yeah, it was 2001. We gotta get the kids watching all the shows, you know, with their their, their teenage brothers. stupid, dude. We gotta make them feel like they're part of it. Don sucks. Uh, so then season six, they resurrect Buffy. Okay, at first they use a Buffy bot, which was created by a character named Warren, who made like a robot girlfriend of his real girlfriend that he dumped, and then the robot girlfriend is like a sex slave, because she has no ability to consent, and she looks just like his girlfriend, and this is actually important. Yeah. This is actually important. It's really weird, weird that that... that was an episode. Yeah, it was its own episode and then it came back. Which again, Buffy with its background characters, they handle continuity very well. Yeah. Um, but Warren, who's just like a seedy chauvinist in season five, becomes a completely just just horrible human being in season yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that yeah, that one that one loser you met in season five, he comes back as the villain of season six. Yes, yeah, so the main villain of season six is Warren. <laughs> and his two nerdy friends. Jonathan yeah. from early, well, as early as season one of Buffy. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew, the brother of Tucker. The Tucker was a guy who summoned the uh, demons in like one episode of season two, which I had to look that up because I'm like, I'm Tucker's brother. I'm like, who is Tucker again? Uh, but anyway, yeah. So season six, uh, they used the Buffy bot because Spike had the Buffy bot because Spike hired Warren to make a Buffy bot so Spike could have sex with the Buffy bot. You still think Spike's a good character, everybody? Weird, man. Um, so uh, why is why is there so much just like force, force, forceful sex? Yeah. In Buffy. Yeah, because... because uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. But I mean, like, wh- who who said that this who was... this? Yeah. yeah, who said that this was a good story? This was a good story. Once you know? they approved Don, you knew that. It's like, okay, well... Anything goes. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, they resurrect Buffy, and if you thought things were dumb now, oh boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat. So then we get, like, two really awesome episodes called Once More With Feeling. Also, I missed... An awesome episode in season four called Hush, where they all lose their voices. Oh, that is a good episode. That was the first uh, award-winning episode. Yeah, it's the tr- it's probably the tr- most truly scary episode. Legit. In my opinion. Legit yeah. is one of the scarier episodes of Buffy. Uh, so then, once more with feeling is the musical episode, episode seven. Ha, see? Ah, episode seven. Ah. Oh, wow. Uh, back in season five, episode seven was the episode where Spike talks to Buffy and you find out about his origin story. Um, oh, and I will actually rewind just a bit just to say this. Um, Spike says, hey, you know I killed two Slayers in the past. And Buffy's like, really? It's like, yeah, I can see you're moving slower now, Buffy. It's like, what? What's wrong with me? Why am I losing now? How come I can't fight vampires? A regular vampire outdid me today. And Spike says, well, I'll let you in on a secret. Hey, there's one thing that I know about every single Slayer that no other vampire has figured out. It's like, what's that? Every Slayer wants to die. And I love that whole scene with the two of them. Because they kind of... Spike will be fighting Buffy, and then he'll, like, interchange between his fight with Buffy with the the fight with the oldest Slayer from the 70s, or the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's also where he gets his jacket. But, um, it's interesting, because it's like, yeah, every Slayer has a death wish. They all know that this, this fight is forever, and eventually they kind of just give up. And it's like, man, that's an interesting, just, concept there, right there. That and, like, the person who's telling her is a bad guy. 
So is he doing it to throw her off her game, or is he doing it because, like, oh, I have this over you? Like, it, it's interesting, that whole scene. Um, Now, go back to season six. So Buffy died, okay? Which, yeah. Uh, Dead. She came back to life because Willow resurrects her, only this time there is a consequence. Uh, snakes come out of Willow's mouth and stuff like that. That scene, that scene scared me. Yeah. Okay, when they resurrect Buffy, that scene scared me. Um, and no joke, uh, Willow's that deep in magic now that she can do stuff like that. She's also, very strong. She's a lesbian, because season five, that's a thing, and yeah. I skipped it. Um, yeah, just hard lesbian, like, not bisexual, just not hard a, lesbian. Very lesbian. Yeah, broke up with Oz, was sad, started dating Tara behind everyone's back, and then it's like, okay, I'm a lesbian now. Um, so Tara's also into magic, but Tara, unlike Willow, isn't obsessed with it, and she tries to tell Willow, hey man, too much magic is bad for you, and Willow's like, okay. She ignores her completely, and Willow, this is where Willow starts to become bad in season six. And it's kind of a good idea, kind of, but it's like drugs, and it's like, oh, this magic's making me real high, bro. Um, so, that's what happens. Do you remember this? I do. I I do, and I, honestly, I don't mind it. I kind of wish that it, uh, rather than uh, Warren, Warren being the villain, mm-hmm. it should have been uh, Willow Just the villain. Willow. I agree with Willow, period. 100%. And, and, and the whole drug thing would have been fine. Yep. But otherwise, now because Warren's the main villain, you it's gotta just devote half a season to some a hole. <laughs> half half a seat, not no junior, no, not half a season. It's like a majority, it's like Literally twenty episodes, 20 episodes. <laughs> and, and then. I know I'm jumping things, but man gets flayed alive. Yo, yo I gotta say, <laughs> I'll never forget this. I was watching season six at my house. I got to like episode, I think it's nineteen, and then I'm like, Marcus, I've been watching season six. <laughs> I don't like it at all, man. I think I'm gonna stop. Like, this is where I was like, I'm done with Buffy. Yeah. Like nothing interesting has happened. Warren just did a bunch of creepy things with a bunch of women, and like, they're not a threat. No. Until, like, Warren kills Tara. Yes. And that's when things get serious. Yes. But then Marcus said to me, it's like, oh, wait, are you at the part where, like, Willow, did Willow just find out Warren killed Tara? And I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 this is where things happen. He's yeah. like, get, get ready, because everything's about to happen at once. At like, once. Really? Literally, Dude. the show throws everything oh my at gosh. you. It's... We go from this really morbid and depressing season of Buffy sleeping around with Spike, Buffy wondering if her reality is real. Remember Normal again? Yes. The episode where it's like she's actually in an insane asylum? I do remember that, yeah. That's a really good episode. That is a good episode. Yeah. It's like, wow, wow. Is this... Especially the way it ends. Is Buffy all in her head? Yeah, the, the way it ends is with Buffy still in the asylum. Yeah. It doesn't end with her in the... Exactly. Uh, like our world. And it's then like, you oh get gosh. your next episode, and you're all like, is this just in her head? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, I love that Giles leaves, because it's like, yo, look, I'm useless now. Even though that's not true. But he's like, I don't think I'm helping you at all. I need to leave so you can have your own life. So Giles comes back. And it's like, hey, so Buffy, what's been happening since I've been gone? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, Willow's addicted to magic and she's on drugs because magic is a drug in this universe. And like, I'm sleeping with Spike now. And like, I, I died last I week. I died and they ripped me out of heaven. And that's why I'm so miserable because heaven was the only good thing. And now I like only sex works for me now. And I'm having sex with this horrible person that I don't love. And my mom died. Oh, yeah. Remember oh, that? yeah, that <laughs> happened. Joyce died. I can't pay my bills. They I tried bringing Joyce back to life and then yeah. There's like, nah. I dropped out of college, all this stuff, and then Giles just laughs. Because <laughs> it's like, what? My gosh, I leave for two episodes. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so, um, and then Willow's evil, and she, like, wants to destroy the world. So, like, literally, she kills Warren, yeah. just jumps the gun. I might as well kill everybody. My, my, Tara's dead. I'm mad. Yeah. And then Willow, yeah. like, her hair goes black, and her eyes go black, and she goes to, like, I don't know, the, the border or something. 
the border of like Mexico or something, and then there that's where the evil cross is with Satan on it. Yeah. And then Xander somehow gets there. As well. And then it's like, Willow, don't do this. She's like, Don't stop me, Xander. I'm evil. I'm bad. No one can stop me. It's like, remember that crayon we used to play with Willow? And he's like, She's like, No, stop it. And it's like, Remember Willow? Remember when you used to eat ice cream? She's like, Oh, stop it, Xander, don't do that. And it's like, Willow, I love you. It's like, Oh, I'm evil, don't do that. It's like, Willow, I love you. And then she like hits him and it's like, Willow, I love you. And then she like cries and then they hug and then It's a little it's a little weird that she was characterized as a full lesbian and then that scene worked. You know, like, all the memories of her, like, because she's, like... Well, it's just childhood memories. You're right, but, yeah. like, in her childhood, she loved Xander, like, more than just a works. friend. Yeah. Like... Uh, yeah, no, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, I, I understand that mm-hmm. she is a full lesbian. I mean, that's the character. Yeah. But, like... But, yeah, the, the whole Xander thing. Yeah. I mean, like... Uh, Speaking of Xander, season seven, um, <laughs> he, he gets a really awesome line where he's like, you know what, Don... Everyone I've ever been around, so seven seasons, Xander's still human. Yes. No, no one else is. Uh, and it's like, everyone I've been around had all these awesome powers, okay? Dal's, he kn- he's the book guy. He knows everything, right? And he knows magic. It's like, Willow, she's a witch. She can. She almost destroyed the world last year in season six. It's like, Buffy's the slayer, you know, the chosen one. Everyone looks up to her. Everyone aspires to be like her. And it's like, our old friend Oz, he was a werewolf. And like, it's like, yeah, he was really cool too. And it's like, you know... All I've ever been was the guy who fixes the houses. All I've ever been was the guy who drove the car. All I've ever been is the guy who brought the drinks and the food. And it's like, they will never understand what it's like for me to be so close to the spotlight and never step into it. Mm. That is Xander's best line, in yeah. my opinion. One of his greatest lines, to be so close to the spotlight and never step into it. Um, and yeah, uh, Xander ends up working in construction, right? Yeah. Also, he dates a girl named Anya, who I hate. And that's why I completely forgot to mention her. Oh, yeah, Anya. She's um... she's basically Cordelia. She's a vengeance demon from 5,000 years ago. Yeah. So she's, ancient, she's the first character that's older than Angel. Um, and she, like, cursed men who were bad to women. And then she loses her power, and then she, she becomes human. And she, like, teams up with the Buffy team, kind of, only because of Xander. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like... here's exposition about this demon that you don't know about, because I'm older than all of you. And then... Like, she never apologizes for anything that she's ever done, ever, nah, in the history of anything ever. At all. Even when she does bad things now, she never apologizes, and everyone's like, Oh, Anya, you're so funny, you're such a great character. She's horrible, I hate her. No, That's she's the, not that, she's not great. Yeah, she dies at the end of season seven anyway, who cares? Um, so, she breaks up with Xander because Xander tries to marry her in season five, but then, because season six had to be the miserable season, it's like, I changed my mind, I'm divorcing you. So then they divorce, or they don't get married, they calls off the marriage, and then they hate each other, and in season seven they get back together because, uh... There's like a whole thing where like Xander's living in his parents' basement and yeah. they're married and then they get to like an apartment or whatever mm-hmm. and then like he has a vision of himself from the future and he's miserable with her so yeah. he doesn't marry her but it's not true and he learns that it's not true but he still doesn't marry yeah. her and then like look every time Anya's on screen expect the plot to come to a screeching halt right? <laughs> yeah it's true like, yeah. absolutely and, and she ruins Xander's character because now all he is is oh yeah he's the guy who dates the girl that's all he is. He doesn't do anything yep. after this. Uh, but anyway, season seven, um, are we forgetting? Nothing, right? That's pretty much it. We covered season six. It's just the miserable season. Season yeah. seven is where they tried to they tried to make it like the early seasons again, where it takes place in high school again. Buffy's now like a teacher or something? A guidance counselor? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's a new principal, and he's black. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Principal Wood. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, first cool black character yeah. in Buffy. That doesn't end, die. End of the show, by the way. Yeah, that doesn't die. Yep. 
Um, I want to mention that every black character thus far that's male is bald. Uh, Mr. Trick, uh, Forrest from The Initiative, remember Riley's best friend? And then, uh, uh this guy, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wood. Yeah. Yep. Hey, hey, brother, hey, brother, if you want to be on this show, you can't have hair. Yeah, you gotta and go then, bald. Uh, go to Angel with Gun, the only black main character, also bald. Uh, so, I guess, Joss, that was just his thing. Bald black guys. Bald black guys. Uh, so, um... Now, this is the season I don't remember the most. Uh, Spike gets a soul because he wants to prove himself to Buffy. And, like, he only rides around in a basement for a little bit where, like, Angel lived 200 years, like, miserable. Or, like, 100 years miserable when he got a soul. Yeah. Because Spike willingly chose to get a soul. Uh, Hold on. What? Is this the season where all the Slayers get... Yeah. The potential's all of them. All... Or was it last season? No, it's this one. Oh. Yeah. Because nothing else happens in this one. Oh, you A lot right. of this is sitting around. Like, literally, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll summarize, I'll, yeah, I'll say a thing quick. about all the seasons, but okay, seven, right? Uh, Faith comes back, Faith has an awesome line where, uh, Buffy finds her signature weapon that all of merchandise will tell you she has. Like, all the Funko Pops, all the toys, all the uh. new stuff. It's the scythe. Remember the Slayer scythe? No. Exactly. Because she only gets it, like, near the end of season seven. And everyone likes to, like, all the merchandise treats it like, oh yeah, this is her signature weapon. weapon. This is her thing. She gets it at the end of season seven. Um, so yeah, she gets a scythe that is really just a little hatchet, like an axe hatchet that has a little stake at the bottom. Um, and then it's like, uh, hey Faith, I found this. Apparently this was the Slayer's secret weapon. And it's like, really? How can we never heard of it till now? Because the writers didn't think of it, Faith. (laughs) So she throws it into Faith's hand and Faith holds it. And then it's like, so what do you think, Faith? Do you like it? And Faith's like, oh, by the way, Faith's good now. Um, so then Faith's like... Why does she become good? You wouldn't know unless you watched Angel, which is also weird. Yeah. You wouldn't know. You literally would not know when, Angel, when she comes back. Like, why is she true. good now? Um. So, yeah. Uh, Faith holds it, and she's like, this is one of my favorite Faith lines. She's like, oh, yeah, man. This thing feels strong, sturdy, powerful. Feels like it should be mine. So I guess that means it's yours. She hands it back to, to Buffy, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. I like that. So, um... Basically, Buffy, the villain of this season is, like, the first evil ever, as in, like, Satan. Yeah. The first evil. They're, they're, they're fighting Satan now. Yep, but but Satan's Satan's a wussy in this. He can't touch people. Yeah, nah. And he just, he just looks like nothing. dead people. Yep. So, most of the season, the first evil just looks like Buffy. And, like, he'll, he'll shapeshift as other characters. There was, apparently, if they wanted him to shapeshift as a, into Terra. But the actress said, no, I'm not coming back if I'm just dead. So, just let me die. That's literally what she said, just let me die. No, that's good. Um, I can understand. He, he turns into Jenny Callender from season two. Oh, yeah, deep cut. He was supposed to turn into Jesse from season one. Oh, that would have been so good! The actor wasn't available. No! How great would that have been if, like, Xander, Jesse! you didn't even mourn me. You didn't even mourn me. Yeah, yeah man, that would have been, been awesome. Great. Yeah, that would have been I'm great. I'm your best friend, man. You didn't even care, <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't do that, but uh, that would have been nice. Missed that would have been really cool, yeah. Big missed opportunity right there. Yeah, so, uh, basically Buffy's like, hey, since we're fighting the first evil, we should get all the potential slayers. Why? Because this season needs drama. So, they gather all the potential slayers from around the world. Yes, around the world. Some of these people don't even speak English. Yep. And it's like, okay, so we're going to train you to be slayers. Why? So that if I die, you'll become Slayer, one of you. Well, if, if one then, of you does, you, If you die, then the next... Because remember, they don't have the thing at the end yep. of the... Which is so stupid. Yep, I know. What is their plan? So then Buffy... Stupid stuff happens where, like, Buffy's treating Spike, and they're like, Buffy, you don't... Your head's not in the game. It's like, yes, it is. Then Buffy leads them to their death, and then, like, most Quite of them literally die. to their death, yeah. And then it's like, screw you, Buffy. We don't like you anymore. Faith's the leader now. And then Faith... Faith leads the team better than Buffy 
like actually though, Faith makes the Oh yeah, Xander loses an eye. Yeah, uh, Caleb, the guy who gets empowered by the first evil because the first evil can't touch people. Yeah. Uh, first human Buffy kills, not really, but yeah, sure. Uh, Caleb pokes out his eye. Yep, that happens. That hand, yeah, Xander loses an eye. It's it, it's one of the big character things for him. Yep, loses an eye. It's the I a. Hey. You can't forget about that part. You're not wrong. It's important. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, Faith. Some stupidness happens where, like, Spike is like, go back. Okay. So Buffy goes back and it's like, Faith, can I lead again? It's like, sure. It's like, okay. So then Buffy leads them and then she kills an Uber vamp, which is like a really super cool, powerful vamp, and she kills it, putting barbed wire around his neck and then squeezing, so then the head comes off. It's like, ah, see, everyone's like, supernatural, there was a really cool scene where they used barbed wire to kill a vampire. It's like, Buffy did it first. Buffy did Season it first. Season 7. <laughs> episode 12, I think. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Buffy's back in action. She's got a scythe. And then it's like, hey, so we gotta fight the first evil and all of these uber vamps, uh, vamps, so we literally have to go into the Hellmouth since season one, right? Gotta, yeah. gotta go in the Hellmouth. Gotta go in it now. Not yeah. around it or above it. In it. So then it's like, okay, how are we going to do that if none of us have powers? It's like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, what? hold on. You've seen Buffy fight on the Hellmouth. <laughs> You've seen Buffy fight around the Hellmouth. This summer, season seven, Buffy, she fights in, in the, the Hellmouth. Hell yep, in the Hellmouth. So then Buffy goes in the Hellmouth with all the Slayers, and then it's like, I have an idea. Like, what? Willow, take this scythe. Okay, use your magic. All right, make all the potential slayers slayers. What? Get to that? How? It's like, well, we know the history of it now, so now we unlocked the ability to do that. Because the history of the slayer is actually demonic. A bunch of African guys put uh, demon demon spirits into uh, yeah, a woman. Into some girl, yeah. And then and then the woman died, and then the demon spirits went into a different woman, and then that woman died, and the, so that's a slayer. Yeah. Weird. Never meant for good. Uh, they were just supposed to kill her, and then it just didn't work. But anyway, so they turn all the potential slayers into slayers, but they turn all, not just the ones who were near them, yeah, all around the world. single one. Yeah. So when they called up the potential slayers, they called all the ones that they could find. Yeah. But then but there were more, you yep. know, like in, in like Jamaica, mm -hmm. Russia, yep. all around the world, and Everywhere. Japan. Yeah. And so and they all are super strong now. So could you just imagine? Like, there's a couple of clips uh, where it's like a girl playing baseball or whatever, yeah. and then she gets the Slayer powers <laughs> and she just slams, slams the ball, that right? Ball, yeah. And there's like a clip where um a woman's getting beaten by, beaten her, husband. by her husband, yeah. and then she overpowers him and just yep. whatever, Slayer right? Strength. Yep. But like, just imagine if every like just a bunch of random women in the world just got super strength. I, I like to imagine like uh, good old Debbie. From down down the lane, she's opening her car door and just slings it across. Rips it off. <laughs> just slings it across the whole parking lot. But Maria was in the park. She was playing fetch with her dog until one day she launched the tennis ball. <laughs> just, just a little dot. The dog's looking like I'm not getting that. You. Are you for real? <laughs> That's Bro. funny. But yeah, um, now Angel actually tackles this in an interesting way where someone who's in an insane asylum gets Slayer powers. Mm. So yeah, you can't even drug her now. Uh, it's an interesting concept. But anyway, so all the potential Slayers become Slayers and then they all fight. And, like some of them die and Anya dies and uh, everyone dies. Not A lot of name. people die. Spike dies because he wears an amulet that Angel gave him from Wolfram and Hart, which you would only understand from Angel, which ultimately just killed Spike. 
which is hilarious because the amulet was meant for Angel. Uh... So it was just to kill Angel. But he just gives it to Buffy. And then Buffy's like, well, Spike, you're a champion, so you wear it. Then he dies. It's so funny. It's that, I love that. That's and, messed and up. And it gets mentioned in Angel, too. It's like, wait, you were the amulet? She gave you the amulet? It's like, yeah, and it killed me. Like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so could you imagine if Buffy wore it? She died again? <laughs> Three times? Three times? What is she, Goku? Get yeah. Out of here. So, uh, then, um, the Hellmouth gets destroyed, but then, like, all of Sunnydale gets destroyed. Buffy ends with the entire oh, city yeah. getting destroyed. Turning into a crater. Yep. And then it's like, okay, we're done officially now. No more Buffy. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Okay. Uh, and then I love the ending scene where the, the first season one, episode 12. Yeah. Beautiful scene where, and like season four has this too, where Buffy, Giles, Xander, and Willow all speak to each other and they're talking about what they're going to do tomorrow, right? Before they fight the bad guy. But at the end of Buffy, it's all of them and they're gathered around and they're talking about what they're going to do tomorrow. After they've defeated all the bad guys. And I love it because Buffy doesn't say a word. The camera slowly zooms in on her face and she smiles and the tear comes down her eye. And it's like, that's a beautiful way to end it. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that we have to sit through a load of garbage because season seven sucks. Season six, I also don't like... I, I Like, honestly, here's the thing. Season one, it's pretty mediocre. It's like beta Buffy. Like, yes. they didn't know what they were doing yet. Yeah, season one is very, like... As I said, first episode, last episode, you don't need That's anything all you else. Need, really. Everything. If you watch everything else, you you might become a Buffy fan if you Maybe. enjoy it. Yeah. But if Even you the don't, is weird. Yeah. But if you one. don't enjoy it, you're not. It's don't force yourself. Don't force it. yourself. Go to season two. Yeah. Read like synopsises. Yeah. If anything. For real though. So uh, season two is where it gets really good. Often regarded as the greatest season ever. I will say, as far as drama goes and conflict and like a stitched together plot. Yeah. Season 2 is the best. Uh, but season 3 is my favorite because, uh, first of all, the budget's through the roof. They go outside. Yes. They're not just in buildings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like, you know, I like that there's a, there's, I like shows like like Avatar comes to mind, like uh, the, the Last Airbender. Last Airbender, yeah. Where like, um, there's an overarching plot where like, uh, the, uh, what's his name? Lord. Ozai, Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, Fire Lord Ozai. Okay, we gotta stop him before Sozin's Comet shows up. But we're on this big journey big and we journey, meet people yeah. on the way. Season 3 feels like that, where it's like the mayor is running Sunnydale and he's evil. But we have all these other things we've got to clean up before we can get Thanks to him. here. Uh, B- Buffy's gone. Oh, Buffy's back. we got to get the team's, the team's mojo back together. Yep, and like students start getting in cahoots with demons and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, okay, they got to deal with that too. Yeah. So it's really cool that there is this overarching narrative with these little stories that bring it all together. Mm. And they all pay off at the end of season 3. Season four is again a season where I feel like they didn't know what they were doing. Also, like I, I, I don't enjoy it. I season feel two? Like, yeah, I don't enjoy season really? two. Really? Um, I know the show gets good, but I personally don't like it simply because I just don't like the whole. Like I love Angelus. Yeah. I love his evilness uh-huh. and everything, but I hate the love story before it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. The, yeah, it's Angel. Just, it's just, yeah, no, uh, man, it's so irritating. It's, it's just so stop, irritating. man. For real, though. Just you're, get you're so to right. it. Just get to it. I just completely, it. I hear you 100% with that. But yeah, uh, season three that, is my favorite funny. season. Yeah, same. But yeah, but go on. And it's funny because there isn't that much romance in it. If yeah. it's there, it's in passing. It's exactly. Like in the background. Yeah. I mean, like, there, there's more talk about sex in season three, but it's it's part of the story. It's, yeah. it's just faith. Mm-hmm. It's just faith being faith, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There is a funny line in season three, I will say, where uh, Angel, it's like, Buffy, be careful. 
uh, wherever you're going is, like, really bad, and I can't go there because it's sunlight. And then Faith walks in, and she puts her arm around Buffy. It's like, don't worry, I'll keep her warm for you. (laughs) 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 Yeah. uh, I know, she's great. Uh, So anyway. Season four. Season four. Season four is weird, because, okay, like I said, one to three is school. Yes. Five to seven is, like... uh, Four to seven, you mean? No, I mean five to seven. Hang on. Five to seven is, like, uh, the magic box. Yes. Remember they get a store? Yeah. Yeah, and that's where a lot of things take place. Season four? Giles' house? <laughs> Giles' house. Um, uh, the college uh, common room. They're never the there. common area. They're never there together. It's uh, just Willow and Buffy. Yeah, That's dorms. It. Yeah, um, just Willow and Buffy, because yeah. Xander can't be there. Um, Giles can't be there either. Uh, Xander's basement sometimes. Sometimes with Anya and yeah. Spike, yeah. Yeah, nah. There's no set place for season four. There isn't, and that's right. the weirdest thing about season four. We're looking back at it. It's yep. like, yeah, we're just kind of at Giles' house now. Uh, yeah, season four, the whole initiative thing, not my cup of tea. I don't like the whole... <laughs> I don't know how to put it to words, but it just, it feels like a different show. It does. And I feel like that was intentional, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, these are the guys that... It's, it's just, there's too much of them. It felt like, it felt like Joss was trying to do a spinoff. Literally! It, the initiative spinoff, yeah, right? Yeah, it felt like he was trying to lead up to a spinoff, and it just didn't get greenlit. And it he does was just feel like, that way, yeah. All right, I guess I gotta finish this off somehow. Yeah, <laughs> underground military. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then um, season five, Glory and Dawn. No, thank you. Yeah, no stop. Skip. I always confuse like confuse things that happen in season five and six sometimes because. They feel like one really long, long drawn-out, depressing season. Yes, I agree. And it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, it doesn't feel like anything really happens. No, especially season six. Season six is so boring. Yep. Yep. Until the last two the last, Yeah, right? <laughs> what the heck were they thinking? Uh, and then season seven... Season seven feels like nothing. It is it's nothing. Just, it's just, like, harmless fun now. It's like, I guess conflict out like you've, you've been through the motions yeah. you know what to if expect you're, if you're watching season seven the reason why you're watching it is because you watched yep. everything you just want to finish you're just like literally well, I, I gotta finish gotta it out finish it out now <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah like Buffy's great because the tone of the music the atmosphere so many different things coming together that worked in such a way that no other show before it or even after it kind of blended horror and comedy and drama and romance and all these things and also just characters were smart they were written not just witty but they all had a specific voice you could read their lines of dialogue and you would know who's saying who's what, saying what true. right and i feel like a lot of shows don't know that the other great thing about buffy is like uh as far as writing a female character it always did a good job of not just making her the female character they gave her an identity and they didn't make femininity a bad thing yes right like it's like true. why can't femininity be empowering and mm-hmm. that's what worked really well with buffy and there were so many different kinds of women in Buffy. Seriously. Like, li- literally, so Jenny many Calendar, different... Tara, Willow, Buffy, So many Faith. different ranges of different, like... Yeah, Drusilla, too. It, it, they, nobody was just girl. Yep. You know? They, they, Kendra. Was, no, yeah, yeah. Kendra wasn't even just girl. No, she wasn't. You know? She was Slayer. She, yeah. was, she was Slayer. Yeah. And, like... The opposite of Buffy. So exactly, like, yeah. She served a purpose. It's true. Not, no, none it, of them were lazily written, and that's... Yeah, I like that. That's I, why I the, the show... show is considered as great as it is. Because honestly, if you just gave me the last seasons, I wouldn't watch it. No. It's, it's unfortunate. No, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Misfits. I always say, like, look, season two, episode six, stop there. Just at, at the end of that one, that's it. Done. Yeah. But anyway, 
This has been us talking about Buffy. Do you have any final, 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 final thoughts on Buffy the, Buffy the Vampire? If they make a reboot, uh, what do you do? What What do you do to reboot Buffy? Yeah, because I have no idea. Do you set it in the nineties? The, the obvious answer is no. No, right? Yeah, but wouldn't. Do you reboot Buffy at all, or do you just make it a sequel series where it's some other Slayer? But if you do that, you run the risk of losing half your audience because who's recognizable? I feel like you do you do a sequel series set in modern times uh, about one of the potentials who's a new slayer. Call it something. Rwanda the, the vampire slayer. I don't know. But like, make it make it for the time. That even be interesting. No, it wouldn't. Right? Like, it wouldn't. It'd be on the CW, but, but it'd get watched. Oh my gosh! It'd get no! watched like crazy. Please no! Uh, and she would have like CW Buffy. She'd have a cell phone and she'd make quips and and instead of the bronze, they go to like a Tyler the Creator concert. Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, rather than the bronze, they go to concerts and yeah. festivals and everything. Every mm-hmm. uh, somehow every day. And they post on Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh no! Nah, nah, this show is bad. Don't watch this. I don't want this. Um, yeah, you, I, that's the thing. Like, and th- they want to bring it back. They just don't know what to do. It's like, um, I was asked, "How would you reboot Victorious?" And I'm like, "Well, first things first. You got to throw out the original concept." Yeah. Like, if you're gonna continue it, you can't have them in high school, right? So yeah, for like Buffy, yeah, for Buffy, it's like, do you need her, the new girl, to be in high school as well? Or are we just retreading the same old ground? Or right. we I, I don't know. 20s, what, right? I don't know what you would do. Do you follow the, the comic stories that are out now, or they couldn't? Exactly. They couldn't. They, yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Like the comics are insane. They're dude. nuts. Yeah. Not only that, but it's just like, why are you thirty now, Buffy? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I don't. I don't think Buffy would come back. What's her, Sarah Michelle Gellar? I don't. I don't feel like she would. Also, maybe for a cameo, Spike, uh, James Marsters, and David Boreanaz as Angel. Yeah, they don't look twenty. No, they don't. The, you know, immortal vampires here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, we're not supposed to age. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, the future of Buffy is looking a little, little foggy. I, I can't, I can't lie. I don't know what they would do. Me neither. I. It's the only reboot where I like to say, like, if someone gave it to me and they're like, "Hey, make new Buffy." I wouldn't know where to start. Exactly, no. Like, Victoria's sure. Misfits, sure. I know what to do, but Buffy, it's it's a hard one. But anyway, this has been our podcast. Do you have fun? I have fun. I, was, I always enjoy our podcast. What do you mean? Thank you for clicking on this one. This is just an extra for all you good fans. Uh, thank you so much. Wait, for what do you mean extra? You mean like this is, oh, we're this not is no uploading YouTube this? Video what this. do you mean we're not? We're, this isn't real? Oh, there's no podcast. What do you mean? This, this isn't after. a podcast? Yeah. Yo, you <laughs> just came over. You're like plugging the mics. We're at, we're hanging out and talking about Buffy. Yeah, this is a podcast exclusive episode. Thank you so much for checking in. And as always, bye me. Wait, what? This isn't a stream. This isn't a stream. That's not how you end this. Stop. We're not, this isn't how, this isn't this, uh, whatever. Bye, Nee!